It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Fried food lover has 468 gallstones removed from her body. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by Western Governors University. Well, guys, Jeopardy comes to an end this week with Alec Trebek. It's his last show tonight or tomorrow. There's some controversy about that. It's supposed to be tomorrow, right? But, Jay, you said you heard reports that it might be tonight? Yeah, Randy texted and said that somebody mentioned it last night on Q6 that it was they were going to run it tonight. I don't know if that's a fact or if Randy misheard. Or I mean, Randy's usually not the kind of person who mishears that stuff, so I don't know why they would do that. I know there's a GU game, yeah. but it doesn't, I don't know. I in case it would they, have to just be local. Because for sure nationally, yes, correct. it is Friday. Yep. Okay, and maybe locally they have the right to move it and, and air it whenever, and they're thinking, hey, there's a Zags game on tonight. People like that, so let's do that and then put it on. Right after the Zags game? Is that the... No, I, who knows? I don't know the theory there. Okay. Interesting. Well, either way, this week is the final week. One of the first hosts that you'll see on that is Katie Couric. Remember her? Of course, yeah. Katie Couric. Has it been a while since she's been on TV at all? Uh, she's have to have been retired. I don't know. Slim, do you have any recollection of Katie Couric? She's she was on news with remember also Matt Lauer was were they together? Yeah. They were I think they did a morning show together and then she and then they I think she went to the evening news for a while. I'm trying to remember her whole. That is correct. Know, Today's show it feels like forever, right? Yeah, they were on there for a long time, and then I think she did some evening stuff, and then I don't know. She's I feel like she's been retired for what eight years or better. Seems like it. It seems like it's been quite a while since I've heard the name Katie Couric. And then today I see it twice as she is going to be hosting Jeopardy for at least a week. She said she'll be doing a week run as one of the guest hosts of Jeopardy. Today's show from 91 to 2006, CBS Evening News, 2006 to 2011. Okay, so look, at man, you are on it, Jay. She did forever. ABC for two years after that, and then uh, that was pretty much it. Okay, and then she's been retired for quite a while, and we'll get to see her. And it's also her birthday today. Want to take a guess at Katie Couric's age? 65. 71. Oh, man. Katie Couric turns 64 today. Okay, well, I mean. And I imagine probably still looks bubbly and wonderful as she always did. You used to call her Cutie Katie, I remember. Cutie Katie. Yeah, she just had that look where she was very. you know, just look. She was the definition of bubbly yet bubbly. professional. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how she worked that yeah. out, but she did a good job of it. That's a great call, Jay. Bubbly and professional, hard to be. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of birthdays today, Kenny Loggins is old. Is Happy correct. birthday, <laughs> Kenny Loggins <laughs> is seventy-three today. He's getting into the danger zone. Okay. I, I, I don't know much about Kenny Loggins, but I do know that with the Katie Couric thing, I do like knowing who's coming up on Jeopardy because I will watch weeks of people that I like. Yeah, that's a good point. They, uh, they have to Kate, be careful who they choose, right? Ken Jennings is a week I watch yep. just to see what happens. Katie Couric, 
I was not around. She was not on my television ever. I just never. I think I might be even just a little bit young for Katie Couric. Yeah, you're not watching the news when you're in your 20s, the evening news with Katie Couric, and you're certainly not watching the Today Show. So I'm out on her week, but I want Jeopardy to keep telling me who they've got coming up because I will will tune into weeks if it's someone that I like, which is a good play by Jeopardy. Alec Trebek would be great. A little bit of a loose cannon. Alex? Maybe not a – I mean, uh, Alec Baldwin. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, 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 Alex you, Trebek. Uh, he would be a good great. call, by the way, if you could get him. Alec Baldwin, yes. Alex yeah, Trebek, he would be good. He would be good. Alex Trebek, not a loose cannon. Alec Baldwin, loose cannon. I think yes. I would struggle with Alec Baldwin just because I've seen him do the match game. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, and I've seen that style, and I'm like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> I just I, – I look, look at him as being – always trying to be funny and i don't know that on jeopardy i want anybody to really try to be funny i just want you to read the questions kevin that is very true which is why i think katie couric and and ken jennings are great because they seem more serious oh for sure for sure yeah likable but yeah not uh gonna try to be funny or make it about them just make it about the show and but you like them so you're like well it's kind of about you but you're just doing the show how nervous uh, would you be if you had to host that show? Uh, I feel like it would be just a lot of pressure because, I mean, obviously you're following, you know, a legend, and I mean, it's just you feel like everybody's judging you. And, and some throughout the uh, rest of the newscast, I will drop in a fact or two about Kenny Loggins so that you can learn more about him. Kenny's early songwriting compositions <laughs> were recorded with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band in the 1970s, which led to seven albums. Wow. Story number two. Uh, Mountain Dew. For the first time in more than a decade, will unveil its first new permanent flavor. Mountain Dew Major Melon will give soda fans a watermelon flavor and will also be available with zero sugar. What? A diet Mountain Dew that's delicious. Watermelon is truly a transportive taste, evoking feelings of freedom and nostalgia, according to the vice president of Mountain Dew. We found watermelon to be a number one choice of flavors tested amongst our fans. And so, for the first time in over a decade, Mm. we will leave forever Mountain Dew Major Melon on on the shelves. I could see that being pretty popular. Mountain Dew's pretty popular flavor. It so, is. It's it, the nectar of the gods. Yes. Live watermelon. Does it make you interested in it? No. So, Kev, when I saw this, I was like, "Gosh, dang it!" It, it bummed me out because I do love a good Mountain Dew off flavor. I love it. You give me a good Mountain Dew voltage. Mm, what a treat! I love that. Break bread with a Mountain Dew voltage, voltage in your hand. That's good. They had Live Wire. I remember being doubtful or skeptical of live wire when they introduced that the orange but it was really good i just don't know that watermelon was ever what i'm looking for in a beverage that i'm going to drink more than one squeeze bottle of just too much flavor yeah i just feel like that stays in a capri sun kind of style and that's where watermelon belongs but in an actual 20 ounce it just seems it's it doesn't seem great but here's the deal mountain dew did the research on it i didn't I'm just thinking sure. in my head about it, but I, I will try it for sure. Yeah, I do enjoy watermelon quite a bit, so I'm kind of, 
I see what you're saying, but I think it's one that I would enjoy the flavor of. I, I definitely would be willing to give it a try. Yeah, like a like a watermelon Jolly Rancher is yes. is a, one of the great candies known to man. So watermelon's got some good history with my mouth. <laughs> Kenny Loggins experienced a string of soundtrack successes, including an Academy Award nomination for Footloose in 1984. Story number three. Okay. Is he, what, what, did he write Footloose? I don't know if he wrote it, but isn't he yeah, the he, singer he on it? He's the Footloose guy. Yeah, he's the singer. Yeah, Footloose. Okay. Everybody cut Footloose. He also was I, the uh, Top Gun guy. I will tell you right now, I've learned something new. I knew he was Top Gun, but I thought that Kevin Bacon sang the Footloose song. No, you did not. Yes, that is I did. funny. Really? I really did. Wow. I learned that right now live on the radio, 7, 10 a.m. on the 7th of January, 2021. That is great, actually. I've never seen the movie. I don't like the song. Oh, you and don't so like just, the song? Oh, okay. Oh, really? No. Nope. I think you would enjoy. Mm, I don't know. What do you like the movie? Uh, here's here's the deal. Because you've never seen the original, don't even waste your time with the original. Okay. Because I don't think you'd like it. I think it's too old. Watch the remake, which the people who love the original hate the remake. But I watched the remake and enjoyed it because I wasn't so passionate about the original that I was like, I mm. can't do this thing. Yeah. Ah, that's not the original. I wasn't Is one of those Julia guys. Is it Huff in that one? Yes. Yeah. And that's... Why you'll love it. Okay. All right, she's awesome. It's kind she's of fun great. to watch the original just because it's Kevin Bacon and it's like he's For so sure. young. And, you know, I mean, if you have fun with it, if you're going to sit there and critique it on its, you know, cinematography, I mean, you know, you're going to do that. Just it might not always, hold up, but. I just always worry about Slim watching anything from the 80s because he doesn't seem to love that era of movies at all. Right. It's so and weird. Because, you know what? I just saw Breakfast Club. It popped up on some channel the other day, and I watched it. And, of course, it was a TV-edited version. It had commercials, yeah. so it was terrible. But uh, oh, I did watch it, and as I was watching it, I thought, no, I don't I don't know why Slim didn't like this. Doggone it. Because I was enjoying watching it. I just think not having lived through that era, it does not capture me. Yeah, yes, you I, tend to remember the buzz that it had when you first watched it and yeah. everybody had seen it, you know, and all your friends were like, dude, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. It was great. And so you have that memory, even if you try to block that out and try to reanalyze it, you know, in this day, but you don't have that. So you're just no. judging it from, eh, you know, it's okay. For sure. And I guess that's why a movie like Karate Kid is true greatness because now some 36 years later it is still a TV show that is like the the talk right now because it was such a great concept. That doesn't always happen. Oh, speaking of that, the Punky Brewster revival will premiere on Peacock in February. (laughs) Thank goodness. Excuse me? Did I I not know there's a Punky Brewster revival? The new version follows an adult Punky as she raises three kids as a single mom. Wow. Are you ready? Who will be in this? Salil Moon Fry will be Punky Brewster again. Freddie Prince Jr. plays her ex-husband, Travis. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Punky Brewster revival, February 25th on the Peacock. I will peek in on that one, Kev. I will peek in on that. I don't think it's one that I I can't imagine it's one that's going to get hooks in me enough that I am in it forever, but I will will watch one episode for sure. 
Okay, I, I don't remember much about the show Punky Brewster other than just it being popular and us always talking about it because it's, it's a great Brewster it's was a great name. Yeah, it was yeah. a great name for a show. But great I don't name remember for much about yeah. the concept of the show. Although, who am I to judge when I literally watch Fuller House all the time and think it's great? It's so good, Kevin. <laughs> that show was that show was great. They should have called it Punky or Brewster. Punky or Brewster. Punky or And the all new reboot of Punky or Brewster. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. The comment I had on XOY did their kind of annual promoting studded tires deal yeah. last week. Kevin James. That's a really good point, too. Yeah. But first, how do you get the smell of gasoline out of your shoes? I haven't needed to get it to smell yeah. out of my shoes lately. The Jay and <laughs> Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Oh, gosh. Every time. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's see what's up with the listener letter today. Your reaction. Yeah. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Dear Jane Kevin, my mom is in her late 60s and healthy, but recently has started giving away all of her stuff. She just says it's time for her to start giving away stuff to people she wants to have it and do it while she can still enjoy it. She's not a hoarder, but man, she has a lot of stuff. Every time we see her, it's a box full of stuff. Some of it is decent and we will use it, but there is a lot of junk that I'm just not interested in. The problem is that she tells me exactly why she gave me each item and where and how I should use it in my house. What's the best way to handle this? Can I get rid of the stuff that I'm not using? Do I just leave it all in a box? Or do I actually need to hang that ugly mirror at the end of my hallway? Because that's where she said it would be perfect. Thanks for your thoughts on this, Monica. Uh, 4410999 is the phone number. Our Facebook page is available, Jane Kevin Show. And, of course, you can text him in at 434-8623, which Mike did. He said, hey, be grateful she's doing that now, doing you a favor as opposed to waiting till after she passes, and then you have all that stuff to go through. That's a, that is true, I'm sure, because, you know, I, that would be a lot of stuff to go through after the fact. Well, and I think sometimes if you do it then, you know, after the fact – it's a lot to do at once, and you probably get rid of stuff or keep – you're too emotional to really yeah. make the right decision yeah, there. So this is a little easier to make the decision as time goes on. Like you said, mom's healthy right now, so that's good. You probably have some time to go through and sort out what you want to keep or not keep. Yeah, my, I mean, my mom went through that where she sent – you know, she downsized a couple different times, sent boxes of stuff, and she would say, hey, there's a box coming your way. And, you know, they would oh, – everything in there – was something that I wanted to use, including those pewter knife holders. I mean, those are so. Was there day. stuff you got rid of, Jay, or is there stuff you just left? In I boxes? just asked How did you her. Handle it? I asked her. I said, you know, I tried to narrow down the significance of whatever it was. So it's like, hey, what's with these pewter uh, okay. wiener dog knife holders? Right. You know, Why did I get those? I don't. I don't know what those are. Oh, I, well, you know, we've had them forever. Something like, well, does it have a sentimental meaning, or is it valuable, or what's the deal? No, I just. I'm just getting rid of stuff I don't need, and so I just thought I'd I just kind of split everything up, and that's what you ended up with. Okay, well now I know. You know, well, that's kind of good it's... too. That if they didn't have meaning to her, 
Yeah, or she didn't that's have an the idea first question, them. right? That makes it easy, right? And unfortunately, it sounds like this lady. She's saying her mom is telling her why she gave it to her and exactly what she wants her to do with it. And so that's like, ugh, <laughs> mom. I don't know that I want this ugly mirror in my hallway. Now, the cool thing about my mom was she was very open with it and said, hey, yes. this is a lot of times she would send pictures. And same with my sister because she was helping my mom. She'd say, hey, we have this, this, and this. Does Do you want it? No? That's okay, great. We'll go to the next kid, you know, or whatever the case is. Yeah, that's be. the way to be with it. Slim, have you gone through this at all with grandparents or has this? Your mother obviously hasn't started doing this yet. She's too young. But has your father? Uh oh, did we lose him? Yes, oh. <laughs> yes, not. Scared me. Your dad hasn't done that. Your dad, is he, your dad doesn't hoard though, does he, or does he? He does not hoard. Okay. No, and my my mom doesn't really either. My my grandma has a lot of stuff from all the years. I don't think she really hoards it, but she's got a lot of stuff. I just know this: my grandma, when she starts giving away stuff, she's giving it away to get it out of her house. And she will never pressure you to be like, yeah, you better put this somewhere. She's just delighted that it's no longer in her possession. Okay, which I think a lot of parents, that's the way they are. Grandparents, yeah. I think that's yep. the case. They just got to get rid of it. Uh, and so you don't feel the pressure. Like, you wouldn't feel the pressure. There'll be stuff that obviously you'll want to keep and you'll think it's cool. Yeah. But you wouldn't feel bad about either leaving it in a box for a while or just getting rid of it. Not even a, not even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where uh, Monica in this letter, I feel a little bad because her mom is telling her exactly how she wants her to use it. It's like, uh, Kayla on Facebook says everyone has a different relationship with their mom. But I would just tell my mom I have too much stuff. Yeah. And can we maybe sit down and go through some of the boxes together mm -hmm. and I'll let her know things that I would really love to keep. And then the other stuff we can just box up and either put in storage or maybe donate to somebody who will use it, which is a pretty good way to handle it. Again, it's that conversation you have to have. If you put it off, it's just going to get worse, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you loved well, getting all this stuff. It might get better. Yeah, depending on how long you put it off. Yeah, I'm I think it might get better. I mean, believe me, we have stuff, too, that's in a box that I've gotten from my mom or my mother-in-law that, you know, that we're never going to have displayed. But by the same token, it might be cool enough to pass on to our kids at some point so they can uh, clutter up their basements. So true. Also, Michael said on the phone, too, we, during the break there, he said, you know what? Put the mirror up. Who cares? Like, people come over and go, whoa, what's that? Oh, my mom thought it would look good there, so we thought we'd put it there. Oh, well, that's nice of you. I mean, really. I have this not to the end say. of the world either. I can't hang Monica, anything. Monica, are you sure? It's <laughs> You're an, not uh, allowed to. <laughs> That's all uh, you have to say, Slim. I'm not allowed to put stuff on the walls. Yeah, uh, Monica, are you sure it's an ugly mirror? Is it just you? <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, the conversation continues well, on Facebook. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hey, have you guys ever been part of a fan club? Oh, I feel like they're wow. a dying fan. Kevin James. Speaking of fan clubs, we should get one for the K and Kevin, K and, uh, you guys, the show. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. Da 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 da. All right, Slimmy. On the air at jayandkevin.com is where you can get your emails sent in to us on the air at jayandkevin.com, like Michael did. And he said, hey, guys, not so wise guy question here. 
My parents were at my new house over Christmas, and when they left, I realized my dad left my guest room reeking of cigarette smoke. Oh. How do I get that smell out of a room? That's from Michael. Wow. Any ideas? Any tips on how to especially cigarette smoke Boy, that's... smell out of the room for Michael? I actually have no idea on that one, Slim. I don't uh, I don't know how you would get that out other than just open windows. I mean, obviously that he's tried that, but no, I don't know. Kevin? You don't? It's in the paint. You're done. <laughs> it's in the, it's in there for I think that's actually real. You either have to strip the walls and repaint them or use lemon. So just squirt lemon around the room? <laughs> I don't know, but doesn't that seem like the fix for everything in a house? Oh, just use lemon. Squirt lemon, lemon juice on it. Yeah, like lemon seems to fix everything. I don't know if it's true, but I would start there lemon, and just give it a try. And according to this one, vinegar. Lemon and vinegar. If okay. you know or what, lemon way to fixes do it. everything. Yeah. If you know a way to do it, let us know. I'll, I'll get a hold of Michael and let him know what tips we had. I'm with Jay, just the windows, right? Every time there's a bad smell in some part of my house, I just open yeah. the window, no also, matter how cold it is. Also, there's something called an ozonator, according to a texter, which apparently Ooh. I don't know what that is, but it sounds really cool. Ozonator. Look, it's the Ozonator 5000. I can't imagine. His dad wasn't there long enough for it to really like get into the, the walls. or Because they, they say that's what happens. It's funny. My house that I owned in Medical Lake, the guys who built it, obviously, they smoked a ton when they built the garage, Mm -hmm. and the drywall in the garage, every single, all the time, you go out there, and I'd be like, why do I smell smoke? I kept thinking someone was smoking my, but it must have just been like in the drywall or something, to where it was, and it was only in my garage, thank God, if it was in the rest of the house, it would have been terrible, but it was just in the garage, and it was the weirdest thing, but... I think it just gets in there. That smoke is hard to get rid of. Also, thank you, Gus. Cherry juice. Well, of course. We've got email. Duh. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. This is from Janelle. She says, Jay and Kevin, I sleep with my cell phone in my bed. I've been told that this is not normal. Do you guys sleep with your cell phone? I have it on a nightstand, but my wife does keep it in the bed. Um... I noticed she doesn't necessarily do it if all the children are home, but if there is a child that's not at the house, then the phone is always right next to her hand. But, like, if all the kids happen to be home for whatever reason, my daughter's home from college or something, then she seems to put it on the nightstand and sleep better. But even as adult children, she keeps it handy. So that's I think that's the reasoning for her. Okay. But mine's always on the nightstand because I wake up at the drop of a hat. Like, it's if someone were to text me in the middle of the night, it would just vibrate. It would wake me up. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not that I'm going to try that anytime soon, Jay, but I just want to see if that works. Chicken. Um, chicken. Yeah, chicken. I keep mine on like a nightstand right next to my bed, but there are times that I will have it with me and then just leave it in bed. So I'm. You'll fall intent, asleep with it in bed, but don't put uh, it in bed no, on or purpose. Just don't, or just don't put it back up there. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's one of those where if I get really comfy, I'll just leave it on the bed with me instead of rolling over and putting it back up on the nightstand because it's up above me a little bit because that's my move. I have to do that because the problem for me is if I leave it in bed with me, I'll just shut the alarm off and yeah, go right back to right, sleep. Yep. So the rolling over to, to shut it off is kind of the, the, the key. And Slim, Slim, are you a sleep with it guy? No, I can't. I I like 
when I sleep with my phone, I feel like I don't sleep. I also will end up tossing and turning, and my phone will end up in the weirdest place. <laughs> right, like, my phone will end up at the foot of the bed by my by my toes. That somehow. would be my worry. Like you just flail your arm, and next thing you know, it's yeah. you know a hundred feet away, and you go, "Well, uh-huh. how'd that happen?" And- on one day on vacation, I woke up with mine actually like suction cupped to my stomach. <laughs> At least I you knew where it was. On my side, I had like rolled over on it, and I was like, and it was muffled. Someone was calling, and I'm like, why is that so? And I'm like, oh, here's my phone. Great place to keep it. We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. Also, quickly, let me, I will recap very quickly here that. The smoke order that you're trying to get out of your bedroom or your father or father-in-law, whichever it was, was smoking. Ozium is an air sanitizer that you can buy, like Amazon or any of the local stores have it. Or uh, other ideas, charcoal briquettes sat in the room sometimes will absorb a small amount of smoke. So, back to you. Is that really? Yeah. Okay. Not not lit, by the way, just to clarify. Okay. Oh, yeah. Different kind, of, different kind of smell. Although that's a good smell. I'd rather have that smell. Charcoal smell. Woo. Yes, I'd rather have it, but you can't burn charcoal briquettes in your house or you will be around to enjoy it. I mean, you can't. Don't tell me what I can and can't do with my okay. charcoal briquettes, I apologize. Jay. Jeez Louise, man. Okay, let's go to Paul's email America. on the air at jandkevin.com. Paul says, I grew up having different beverage options at the dinner table. My wife's family, on the other hand, has never, and he put it in caps lock, <laughs> never had anything but water at their dinner table. Oh, wow. Can you please tell them that water has no flavor? Thanks, guys. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> what? I don't know. I mean, we're breaking news here. Water has no flavor. I grew up having different beverage options, options at the dinner table. My wife's family has never had anything but water at their dinner table. I was expecting like some kind of question, and all it says is, can you please tell them that water has no flavor? Thanks, guys. I think we can handle that. Water has no flavor. There. That was easy. Uh, are you guys, it is are, a fact. How did you grow up? How did you guys grow up with the, the beverages at the dinner table? I mean, it was water. Uh, no, it was juice in the morning. Water, if you wanted it, go get it yourself. Milk all the rest of the time. Water, if you want it, go get it yourself. Um, those were the two options. But, yeah, I mean, water was just because sometimes you have, you you know, you're eating something salty and milk is not quenching your thirst. But otherwise, it was always just milk. So. Yeah, a lot of milk. I remember milk, milk, and more milk. Right. And, of course, water. I mean, there was always that, you know, you should drink some water, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or drink some water. before You have to drink that cup of water before you can have another glass of milk. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Back in the Just day, we drank sure one glass drink. of water a day and thought it was enough. We're like, hey, did you drink a glass of water today? Yes, I drank eight ounces. Well, that's plenty. Go play. <laughs> that is true. It was not as fo- focused like it is today. No, is not at all. Uh-uh. We had we had a lot of Kool-Aid, I feel like, growing up. Oh, yeah, that was the midday one where you're just yeah. out and you're sweating and mom's like makes a picture and... Yeah, that, that I, was I that one. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Kool-Aid in someone's refrigerator, but it always came in those awesome plastic like Kool-Aid gl- jars. I don't even know what those things were. You put lemonade and Kool-Aid in them. I've never seen one of those either. I feel like we've lost that entire industry that made those containers has to be dead. Yeah, I've you're, seen you're talking about ever. the glass ones or the plastic ones that had the Kool-Aid oh. guy's face on it? or Pla- th- Right? Plastic like tub. With that little weird lip at the top. Yeah, those you are great. You put the white twisty thing on that had yep. the, the what looks to be a comb on one side. <laughs> and it was just always in someone's refrigerator, and it either had 
ice cold water, lemonade, or Kool-Aid in it, and they were great. And I haven't seen one forever. They took up too much room. I feel like that was the problem. Yeah. They needed to make them in the shape of the door of the refrigerator or somehow the, so they would fit in there perfectly. But the one you're thinking of, Slim, I know which one you're talking about, and it just never really – it couldn't fit anywhere, you know? It was always a little top-heavy. But, yeah, that was always so great. I think that was also in the day before water came out of the door. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was back in the day when, when uh, people weren't scared to drink tap water. Right. Go drink out of the hose.